Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Now this is gonna. Is Casey gonna have to post this to Pornhub now if you're making those noises? Because that that really sounds like a lot of which people love. People love that noise. You know, I'm not for the face fucking. I got to be honest with you, man. I'm not. Know what that means? When you watch porn, there's uh, look. I there's certain things I like. There's things everybody likes that people. First of all, let's do this. Hey, what's happened to my forty year old boy podcast? How are you? I'm good, thank you. There's things people enjoy when they watch, and we've talked about the ridiculous subsets of porn that they have. People getting caught in trap doors. Someone on a trampoline, what? people in a trapeze, something else with some that starts with the letters TR. I'm not sure what it could be, uh, <laughs> but but I'm not I'm not uh, now. Look, <laughs> without well, we'll tap dance around this a little bit, but um, you know, if if you're with somebody and uh, and they're into the face fucking, then you're like, awesome, let's fucking do this, and that's fine. But as far as a face fucking is the forceful, like just fucking like grabbing somebody heads by two hands and, and then the glug, 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 that thing. Or the when what? somebody. Glug, 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 the what? They, they, yes, you heard it. Uh, or when somebody will uh, <laughs> lay on the bed and hang their head off the edge of the bed. I do not watch enough porn. <laughs> and you just plow their face. And uh, and again, doing it because you're all in the moment and the other person's like all over it and it's like that can be kind of fun if they're into it uh that's the thing is it's like you know meet when you talk to people they're like yeah i like this thing whatever the fuck but uh but i gotta be honest when it's just me and i'm i'm getting ready to start my day i'm i'm involving myself uh you know most people like coffee here's what i like i like a left hand full of cock and let's fucking get this going and then we'll hop into the old shower that's how i handle my business uh and that's how i start my day sometimes and so i'm like if i'm picking and choosing and i'm looking for clips i have to be honest uh the face fucking not for me it's not it's not one that i would choose now i certainly i'll i'll watch it as a pregame we'll do that i'll go ahead and say but i'm not i'm I'm not looking to fucking set off the fireworks to that you know what i mean i'll light the fuses to that 
but I'm not waiting. The explosion's not going to go off while I'm watching the Facebook and I got to time it with other things and all that kind of stuff. That's a lot of information. Listen, this show is nothing if not a lot of information about how I jerk off. And I'm not even kidding. Like everybody who's, I bet you anybody who listens or has listened could tell you like how I like the technique, the whole deal, the whole, I'm, I've been, I thought about it the other day. Uh, I've been far too forthcoming on this goddamn show. You know what I mean? And we're 14 years in. I mean, there's people who know all sorts of shit about me. Like, I mean, again, if, you know, the, and the sad thing is my bank password is left-handed jerk off. So, I mean, everybody, they're going to fuck, someone's going to clean me out. Not that I got anything to clean out, but I mean, uh, but that's why I made it left-handed jerk off because what is a left-handed jerk off, but also a small version of a clean out really when you think about it. So then if you use that password, you're using my clean out to clean me out. I like to be meta when I'm being robbed. Yes, I see your face. You're puzzled. Why are you I'm puzzled? just curious. Do you yeah. feel that the amount of sharing you do is vulnerability? Or do you think the amount of sharing you're doing is bragging? I, mean, I, I, it's, I is it look, back and forth? Bro, who bra- bragging? I jerk off a lot. Is that bragging? Really? I mean, I can't imagine that that's any sort of bragging. You know what I mean? Hey, I, uh, I don't um, know if you know this, but I'm really popular with my own hand. Hey, guys, let me tell you something. I haven't heard no in a long time, and it's because my hand doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> Uh, now I'll tell you what, if my hand had a mouth, I wouldn't be worrying about nose from anybody else. Cause God damn it. You'd never see me again. If my hand had a mouth, holy shit, I get enough done. I'm in love with my hand already. My hand had a mouth. I might marry the fucking thing. Let's do it. Put a fucking veil on it. Like senior one says, do you marry me? Do you take this man? It's all right. <laughs> there you go. Then just jam it full of fucking Schmidt log. All right. Uh, hi. So, uh, you know, so we're here. Oh, Wow, no, 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 no. That's that's a dog who got his foot caught in a trap. Please don't do that noise either. Well, that's it's, not... That was the noise. It was like blah, 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 blah. You... Whoa, 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 whoa. Goo, goo, goo. It was like, it was weird. What? That, actually, that's Chevy Chase hitting putts and Caddyshack is what you're doing <laughs> right now. Yeah. Ba, 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 no, 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 well, I plugged weird. in, I plugged in my microphone, and I sounded like I was gargling the whole yeah. time. And and this is the thing that happened. I told you guys, uh, you know, like two months ago. I don't even know because I never did this fucking show. But it was a while ago. I recorded a fucking like a ninety minute show, and then I went to play it back, and it was all like it was fucking brutal. It was it just again, it sounded like I was gargling or underwater, and I was so fucking mad. And then I'm like, how do I? <laughs> this is when you know you're truly desperate. I, I heard it, and I was furious. And again, I was that fucking, you know. I just like I wanted to I was break shit mad you know what I mean because it's like I literally just did 90 minutes and I'm like because it's, it's whatever yeah, I'm a it's fuck hard. and I sat there and then I'm and I went I was like all right how can I fix this <laughs> like there's no there's no way like it would be it's like if you look if you put a sheet on your bed and it's wrinkled you can smooth it out with your arm I can't smooth out fucking audio who the fuck am I <laughs> uh I wanted to desperately because oh you don't you have no idea how because I mean I it's funny because this this show comes off the top of my head. We all know this, right? So I remember I went on some fucking tangent about magicians and they use taxi cab hats. And and then I said that if a magician does something, he has to I said he has to go to Alcatraz. I go, they say Alcatraz is a tourist spot, but it's actually a magician's jail. It's the only jail where magicians can go. And it was because they said it was the unescapable prison, and they said, Well, let's do it. Let's, you know, let's take it a tour distraction and throw fucking magicians in there too. I don't even know. I I couldn't tell you where it went or where it came from. It was just one of those things that as I'm talking, shit came flying out of my head. 
And uh, and I, I I so want to release it to see if anybody could just like go, oh, I can fix this. Or or if they hear it and they just go, oh, that was really funny what you said about the magicians and Alcatraz. And I'd be like, was it really? Because I had a fucking throat full of Lavoris. I don't know if they, Lavoris, by the way, I did the show for 71. Yeah, I, I recorded it right after All in the Family. I went into my podcast with a throat full of Lavoris. What the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> but the noise I'm doing is very specific to porn. In fact, yeah. I mean, look, Howard, Howard Stern would, uses it as, as a drop. Other people Oof. do it all the time. And it's it's the gluck, gluck, gluck noise is the way I would. That's why gluck, I would write it. Gluck, I would spell it that way. Gluck. Gluck, 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 gluck. It's like that. And it's because it's basically like when you're. Uh, yeah, face, I, I, I think I know. You're fucking <laughs> face plowing a chick and she's making the noise. You know, she makes noise while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Because she look, I will tell you this. When you're face fucking a chick, she could take it silently. Uh, but that adds just another level of creep to it. That is not fun at all. <laughs> I mean, if you if you've talked me into doing this and I'm consenting to go, all right, well, this is your thing and I'm going to do it. And then you do it and they just stare at you silently while you're doing it. <laughs> That's fucking freaky, man, because now you're like, wait a minute. Did she really want this or did I Jedi mind trick her into doing this? And now she's looking at me like, when's it going to fucking end? Uh, and in my experience, it's just it's uh, look, it, look, in my face fucking experience, folks. <laughs> And I got to be honest with you, I've never been on the wrong end of the stick. So I can't speak from the gluck gluck pose. I can't do that. But as as the glucker, oh no, I pause. They'd be the glucker. I'm the glucky, I would imagine, since they're the one doing the glucking. Uh, I don't. Um, yeah, because they're gluck glucking. So they're the gluckers. And then I would be the glucky as I'm fucking just, you know, giving you the shaft throat, as I'm giving you the goo neck, whatever the fuck you want. And I'm fucking, uh, and doing that. And. And uh, and the, but the people I've done it with, they're they like it. They're into it. They asked for it. It was a thing. You know what I mean? And it kind of it was a natural more than one. Listen, I'm not going <laughs> to judge anybody for the things. I'm just that they asking. Want. I'm just asking. In in your world of like, is it a one in five? It is a one in ten. Look, is I'm, it a I'm, one in twenty that's been a glugger? Because like, I have to say, I don't. I don't know that I've met one. Well, listen. Uh, let's just say that I've been very lucky. <laughs> You've been very lucky. <laughs> Certainly, that's great. I have indeed. Um, no, I, uh, you know, you just uh, triple G man, good giving a game, right? So you're like you're in yeah. for whatever the fuck anybody wants to yeah. do. So well, I, I'm like, I'm not judging. I'm just curious if that is like a high or a low thing that people are into. Uh, are there well, a lot of people out there doing that? I don't I, well, know. Look, they're, they're not into the glucking. It's it's more of a, uh, how would I put this? It, in, in, the, in the times <laughs> I've been involved cock. in it. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, uh, hey, man, I'm you're driving and I'm completely. Uh, I understand you know, what you're saying. It's a you know bottom I mean? type thing. It's, it's a, a, it's a yeah. submissive type thing. Okay. I guess. I, and again, that's what I, and, yeah, and that, look, that was never, sense. there was no sex workbook we filled out in the few times. And you the times should, I've done this. you should always do that. That makes it more fun. No, it does not. Oh, it, it does. Just, oh, no. going through and doing a whole consent checklist and a, what's your, what's no. your things and what are we going to do? Oh gosh, no, that's exciting. Fuck that. No, it's a lot better when you're doing stuff and then they grab you by the hips and just fucking go you know what we're doing this now and you're oh. like oh awesome you know uh that's fun i'm a fan uh i gotta I'm right, I, I am right now thinking about my friend today who said you do a podcast and you gave them the address i didn't and want this to is gonna be the first thing they listen to and it's gonna be awesome no they haven't gotten this far they're already out they bailed uh, no they, they're them. they're in Literally, they are so a, they are so deep in so when we started, there was noises and like yes. I couldn't you couldn't hear my th my noise, uh, my my voice anyway. 
And uh, it's it's just, I don't know what the fuck to do when that happens, man. And so I figured it was something to do. It was this thing where I'm like, well, I think because I turned on Audacity instead of going to Zoom, and then I tried to talk to you and it possibly got the wires crossed. But I mean, who the fuck knows anything? Literally, we I come from the, hey, just blow in the cartridge generation. I got no fucking idea how to fix anything. And as we've all, we've all, we've all learned from RFK Jr., uh, Wi-Fi is melting our brains. So perhaps it there's is? some sort of dangerous thing. That's what I've heard. That's the who, rumor flying around. Who says around. that? Uh, there's a guy. Uh, My brain is melting. Uh, I don't know him. <laughs> he is a, uh, you know, you, you know exactly who he is. It's Robert yes. F. Kennedy Jr. He's Cheryl Hines' husband. That's what I'll refer to him as from now on. That's hilarious. Um, all I'll say is this. It's been a week where we've heard a lot from RFK Jr. He's had things to say about certain other <laughs> topics, challenging people to debates. I Look, you know what? You fucking face slapping glove assholes. Stop with the challenging people to debates. It's the dumbest fucking thing in the world because the, because always the person going debate me is always the one who's chewing pine cones you know what i mean it's one of those fuckheads who doesn't deserve any sort of fucking spotlight or shine on them and their opinions they're the ones who are like hey man if you chew marbles it strengthens your teeth debate me dentists it's like wait what the fuck what are you talking about uh just just tonight uh, uh, before i came on here <laughs> i don't it's not even look i don't want to get into this because i don't like talking about this shit whatever the fuck Elon Musk challenged Ugh. Mark Zuckerberg to a fight. He's like, let's have a cage match. And then Mark Zuckerberg is like, send location, which is a famous thing that Khabib Nurmagomedov yeah. said to Conor McGregor in the UFC. Just like, you want to fight? Send location wherever. And I just, I read it and I just, I just, on Twitter, I just wrote, I get winner. Because I'm like, please, please let you two pussies have a slap fight in a cage somewhere and then let me just show up on behalf of everyone and just tear out each of your pancreas. I'll take them both on. I don't give a fuck. I used to say this, too, when, when we were in the throes of the fucking the, the Trump monarchy. I was like, these people are fuckheads and they need to get punched because they all talk tough. That's the thing. Yeah. All of them talk like they're fucking they can do damage or they can do this or that. And it's like, man, I'm not even tough. All right. I'll, I'll say that I'm just big and fucking mad. So if you want to step, I'll be happy to do it. Like I talked about it. I said it on stage at the Podfest once where I was like, I, I said I would fight Donald Trump, Eric Trump Jr., all these ass fucks and Donald Trump. I, I don't give a fuck. All of them. It would be fun. It would be really fun to fight them and 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 show them. Because, again, I talked about this before about fucking Trump. If if one of those Republican assholes, when he was pulling all that shit in 2016 on the stage uh, and during debates and he was talking about. Ted Cruz killed his husband or his wife, his father killed JFK or whatever the fuck, all that dumb shit. He told some Ted Cruz's wife was ugly or whatever the fuck. If yeah. at the next debate, the next debate, when they were like, point of parliamentary procedure, let's get some decorum here. Ted Cruz, you have the floor. And if he had walked from his podium over to Trump's podium and pushed him on the fucking ground and said, you got something <laughs> to say to me? Over. Oh, it's over because Trump would have cowered. He would not have fought back. He would have crawled away and everybody would have seen him for the fucking pussy he was. Yeah. And look, these nut jobs who fucking follow him would have still been like, oh, Ted Cruz snuck up on him or they would have had some fucking excuse. <laughs> Ted Cruz snuck up. Seriously, they would have had some excuse for why he didn't fucking return fire. But at the same time, you're a 70 year old fuckhead with a, with yeah. half a spray tan. And then uh, and literally your makeup's been applied by whatever 1930s punchline was carrying a giant powder <laughs> puff and would go makeup and hit somebody in the face with it. I mean, you he's half a <laughs> fucking ghost. <laughs> Remember those dudes? Makeup. It's like a fucking sketch from the 30s yes. and bullshit. Oh, and then Gene Kelly would come out and dance, and Dan Baby Reynolds sings a fucking song. And, and fucking uh, who's the other guy? Who's the who's the who's the really talented dancer? I'm looking at me shitting on Gene Kelly. Uh, Donald O'Brien. He comes out and he tips a couch over and makes him laugh. Donald, yes. 
O'Connor. Boy, singing in there. Donald O'Connor. There you go. Oh, it's Donald, you're right. Because yeah. I was thinking, I was making up Edmund O'Brien, famous tough guy. Donald O'Connor. Donald O'Connor. That was famous. A great, uh, that was a great good morning. Good morning. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a great movie. I agree. Uh, so, yeah. So, so she couldn't hear me. And now, but now you can hear me, which is fine. But today, but then today we're at lunch. <sighs> Here's the deal. Like, you guys know me. I'm a fucking weirdo. So, and, I'm, and look, we're at lunch with like, it's a circus lunch. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where there's like a llama and a robot and fucking all sorts of crazy shit. Cause that's who Lily knows. That's the crowds that she runs with. And, uh, a lot it, of llamas. It was true. And it was a magic lunch. I'm not, and that's not even an exaggeration. It was yes. a magic lunch because it's a bunch of magicians who go to this restaurant and then Lily checks in and she hangs out and she vibes with them and it's totally fun. And I, and, and they are, they are kind and accepting of me, a, an interloper, a stranger at their magic table. Uh, because I will tell you this, it is never my card. And yet, and yet they continue to bring it up. Uh, so, uh, so today Lily was, uh, sitting with a drag queen, uh, and, and, uh, I, and I met the person, he was a lovely gentleman and, uh, shook his hand, super cool. And then Lily goes, Oh, Mike is a, uh, and I go, don't, I go, I'm, I'm Lily's friend. That's who I am. I literally, and today I gave her a lift here. And, uh, and she goes, he's going to say that, but you're not going to, I'm not going to let him get away with it. He's a comedian and he's got a podcast and nobody fuck. It's Hollywood, man. Go outside and throw a rock and hit a podcaster in the fucking head. I mean, that's the deal. You it's were like the only nobody, podcaster at the table. Eh, horse shit. Everybody there has got a podcast. There were a bunch of magicians at the table. Yeah. But you were the only, well, I have a podcast. I had a podcast. Yeah, so maybe right. I had a podcast, but the two of us out of the eight people at the table. But still, yeah. they, but they don't care. They don't they, like they're that's the deal. That's and that, cause that's this town. Everybody, everybody comes armed with their quiver of arrows to go. I do this. I do this. I do this. I've but done you this, didn't I've done do this, that. Done this. Right. Because there's no point. But, so but they, what I did was I introduced my friend who books shows sometimes to my friend who's a comic in case he has a show where he, he goes, Hey Lily, you introduced me to that comic. Um, can I get his number? I'm looking for another blah, 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 because networking is important. Oh, grim. No, nobody wants networking. Yes. Uh, no, and believe me, nobody wants it, it, it's I'm I'm and look, I don't want to disabuse you guys of the notion that I'm entertaining. All right? I'm not trying <laughs> to be that guy a podcaster. Yeah, I look, I'm glad you enjoy me and the things that I do and say, but also like it's funny when I think in terms of like the because uh, I think of, <laughs> truthfully. You know, there's all these podcasts out there and there's like, it's all, it's every famous person in the fucking world has a goddamn show. And, uh, and, and I, I truly am a, a, a nobody, a podcasting nobody, you know what I mean? And, but I'm not really to, to the people who, like my buddy, Joe Wilson always says, we are all famous to a few people. I get it. I understand that. Please. You're not, I'm not, and I'm not boohooing. I'm not like, oh man, nobody likes me in my show. No, people love me in my show. It's fucking great. But I don't have to go to people and go, guess what? I do a podcast. You're not going to believe it. Oh my God. Here's you a business didn't. card. I did. Yes. Right. And I'm and allowed to say, this is my friend and he's does this and it's really exciting. Yeah. By the way, how many years have you been doing this podcast? We're in year 14. Okay. So six more years. <laughs> but I've been and doing we're... it 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're at 17. So in three more years, we're getting you a gold watch. <laughs> well, no, 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 this is year 14. I've just been doing, I've done 14 years over 17 years. Yes. That's the, you know, I understand. Uh, a gold watch, please. Yes, you know, we're going to get I'm, you a gold watch for your 20 years. Look, I, I'll tell you what, I, I hope uh, year 15, because this was my goal when I got into this business, I just want to win the golden gluck. That's all I want to win <laughs> is over at the... 
I want to go. I can't wait to see that statue. The Podcasters (laughs) Award. Oh, dude. I can't wait to see them pull it out and award it to me. That'd be fucking great. Little sword solower in there. Here you go, buddy. Put this on your mantle. I wouldn't even clean the spit off it. I got to be honest with you. If I won the Golden Gluck (laughs) and each girl called and came out and just pulled it out of her throat, it stays as is. I'm fucking on board. Uh... All right, so here's the thing. I, I there were, <laughs> We got to talking last week, and then uh, I didn't tell people stuff, and there was stuff to tell them and all this stuff. Because people, you know, look, there were, hey, any, <laughs> let's put it this way. Like, it wasn't supposed to be a cliffhanger. I just didn't do a show for a fucking month when I had shit I was supposed to tell you. <laughs> so I, it became sort there. of a, it was a pseudo cliffhanger, I guess is what we would call it. Uh, oh, by the way, did I tell you? I get fucking, <laughs> stopped. All right, I'll concentrate. I'm so sorry. Focus. Um. What are we I here saw, to talk about? Well, I, I, we're here to talk about a lot of things. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'll tell you that real fast because I want to talk about that. Um, anybody, look, I saw, look, I saw Flash. I'm just going to, all right, fuck. I saw Flash, I saw Spider-Verse, and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And I'm not going to spoil them. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not going to, because I'm not going to give anything away. I'm going to tell you, you probably want to see these movies before the spoiling starts. <laughs> Uh, because like I, you know, when I saw flash on, on Friday or Thursday of last week, um, by the next day, there was stuff flying around and you may have already heard stuff. I don't know. Uh, I know that my, one of my buddies at the gym got it spoiled for him and he's like, and this guy, he's like, oh man, some fuckhead at the gym told me a bunch of stuff. And I go, what did he tell you? And then he tells me a few things. And I was like, fuck that guy. Like I was so (laughs) dude, don't ever do that shit. And yet you immediately got into the car to me and go. Are you going to watch it? And I go, probably eventually at some time. And he goes, um, can I you, tell you about it? And I was oh, like, yeah, that's you're not going to spoil it. That's I'm like, thing, you're not you going to spoil it to me at all. I don't care. Because you said you didn't care. But other yeah, but people it just left because everybody wants to talk about it because it's exciting. Well, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to discuss yeah. it with somebody. That but, was the whole point. you didn't spoil it for me. You asked for consent to talk to me about it, which no. was really nice. All right. Well, good. I, because there was yeah, no spoiler. Well, that's what I, I don't, I, we've talked about, I don't spoil, yeah. I don't want to spoil or whatever. Um, so, uh, but I saw Guardians 3 and uh, look, I'm just going to say this. If you would have told me uh, even, even 10 years ago that I was going to be sobbing in a film that featured a raccoon, a bug lady and a doofus, I would have, <laughs> I would have questioned you and your sanity. I would have not, I would have not believed it. Um but holy fuck is Guardians great. That's all I'll say. I've seen all of them. Uh, you can write me for my opinions. If you want to know stuff, I'll tell you stuff because I certainly don't want to cast aspersions because there are also, look, uh, people have families, people have children, people have dogs, people have fish, people have lizards, people have birds. They can't go out of the house. Uh, so if you're home, if you're stuck home with your macaw and you didn't get to go <laughs> and check out the flash uh, and you want to know my opinion on it, write me and I'll tell you about it because I won't spoil it here on the show. How many times can I say that? I will not spoil it. You know, a guy who says he's not going to spoil it seems like a guy who's about to spoil it. That's kind of, yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. I'll throttle down. Uh, But please know that I saw them all. And I also saw, you know what? I saw a film called Super, uh, which I had never seen because uh, after seeing Guardians 3, I'm firmly convinced that James Gunn is going to save the DC universe. They have pirated him away from uh, Marvel and handed him the keys to everything. And so I want to see like his past stuff, which I've never seen. And people had told me to see Super and I watched Super and uh, boy, it's fucking great. And uh, I don't know what Ellen Page's name is now. And I Elliot. think they're Elliot. And are they a they? Um, I believe they are still a they. Yes. Okay. They are amazing in this movie. 
They're yeah. terrific. Rain Wilson does a very good job. Uh, and I find, you know, Rain Wilson is terrific at what he does, but also he is a hideous looking man. And I know that's part of the thing. He, he leans, leans in. It. Sure. But he yeah. is, uh, oh my Christ almighty. He looks like, he looks like something, uh, that would be available to win at a carnival and nobody would choose it. <laughs> uh, constantly people breaking balloons with darts, people filling balloons with water guns and on the clown's mouth. And it explains, uh, Hey, what do you want there? Little lady? We got, Oh, look at this. We got a, we got a Dwight from the office and we got a big turtle turtle. Oh my God. Turtle. <laughs> That would be a very funny skit. And then the guy goes to grab Rain Wilson from the office, and they say, "I said turtle." Oh fuck! I couldn't tell the difference. I'm so sorry. <laughs> green, green is turtle. All right, and, and Rain Wilson is there uh, because, and again, I'm sure he's a lovely gentleman. Uh, and I'm no prize at this point. I haven't shaved it because here's the thing: I've, I've done. I'm running a test on my own face. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never grown a like. I grew a beard once. Like uh, this is fucking 2000. It was. It was literally. Uh, at a, at a certain moment, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just growing a beard now because nothing matters." I so I I decided to grow this beard, and uh, it got super crazy long. And I didn't, I, but it doesn't grow on my face, so it doesn't look really good. It only grows around my neck. Now I could pull it off sort of from angles, but it's not uh, it's not good. And for some reason, I convinced myself a couple of weeks ago, uh, because my it's even more gray now. So I was yeah. kind of like, I want to see how gray it will come in. So I'm like, all right, I should, you know what? I'm going to just grow it. I'm going to grow a beard again and see how it looks. And, uh, but I'm at the awkward, it's been, uh, it's probably been two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah. You know, you can't really tell, but also, uh, when I grew the beard the last time I I was lighter, a lighter gentleman. So I didn't look as oafish as I do now, quite frankly. Uh, I, right now I look like, uh, because again, I'm, I'm a, you know, fat guy with gray beard. My face should be on a tobacco pouch. I, I, it just (laughs) looks fucking I don't look good. And so I'm trying to fight my way through the beard part where I'm just like, all right, let's see if I can pull this off. Um, and I'm, but I'm, I am getting a haircut like soon. I'm getting a haircut this weekend. Cause then I was like, you know what? Don't shave until you get the haircut. Then we'll see how it looks with the, with the actual haircut. Cause I always, you know, I shaved my head or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and I don't think I can wait. Like, I'm, like I want to literally, I'm not joking. If there was a razor here now, I would shave during the show. I feel so awful and uh, disgusting. So uh, eventually, uh, I will stick my face in a helicopter propeller. But I, right now, we're pretending that this is an experiment that's going to last. But I know it isn't because I own two mirrors. Three. Check, check that. <laughs> I own three mirrors in the house. And I have uh, uh, three mirrors in the car. So I have a total of six mirrors and all of them in a consensus. And you'd think, some, you'd think somehow we split three and three. You would think that three of the mirrors would side with me and three of the mirrors would be like, no, you should fucking shave, buddy. Uh, but instead, it appears that all six of these mirrors have come to a consensus. And uh, and uh, at least when I look in them, that seems to see that they have decided that I should go ahead and whack it out. Uh, so we'll see if I do that. But right now, uh, I don't know if I do that. Uh, <laughs> so I have no business to pick, be picking on Rain Wilson. Not at all. But uh, but Elliot Page was phenomenal in this yes. film. Kevin Bacon is in this film. Does a great job. Sean Gunn is Sean Gunn. He's, and I, here's the thing about John, uh, James Gunn that I will, uh, cause I also look, don't come at me with your nerdery. Nobody, nobody joust at me with a, but you didn't understand Lance. All right, get off your high horse. Cause I'm not going to have this duel with you. Um, but I, I was online reading about the James Gunn thing and about him going to DC and everything. And, uh, I read some stuff about, cause what I do is I'll see a movie. And then I go look at everybody's reaction to it. And so I go and there's Guardians. That's not real. What? Um, what? What you just showed me? Oh no no no! I was just okay. checking to make sure my timer was. Oh my okay. Thing was off and the timer's <laughs> right. on. 
Well, all right. Well, that's yeah. It's a little late though. Um, I forgot to turn the timer on, so we. I don't. The show is going to be just longer than I think it is. Well, whatever. But Lily's yeah. Lily's timing me, but she held it up and it said forty five. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah, uh, but seconds. it turns out that's forty five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I just started it. I can believe forty five seconds. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I read stuff about Guardians, and I'm reading stuff about James Gunn, and of course, there are people who hate him because fucking nerds. I mean, that, that's all. It's just like. <laughs> It's just like every anime, every anime guy hates anyone who has a pussy. Like, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a terrible world. It's a terrible place to go when you wade into the internet and try to learn things. But uh, I liked James Gunn and I liked his work. And then I read, everybody's like, well, because I think someone rated his movies or the number, you know, whatever he had done, like, you know, to seven to one or whatever the fuck. And someone's like, well, if he hadn't ripped everything off of Legends of Tomorrow for Suicide Squad, we'd never even know this fucking guy's name. And, uh, and I was like, why? Well, I doubt if that's true, probably. <laughs> um, but but also it made me laugh because I'm like, I don't I don't know who this person is that that I don't know anybody in the world that would have this strong of an opinion about something called Legends of Tomorrow. I feel <laughs> and look, I love Dark Knight Returns and I love hero movies. I, I just but the the vitriol that came out of his fingers as he typed it into the comments section like, of James Gunn hadn't ripped everything off from fucking Legends of Tomorrow. We wouldn't even know this fucking guy's name. And I was like, because uh, so, so then I'm like, well, now I got to find out what Legends of Tomorrow is. <laughs> got to figure it. It's like, and so I look it up and it's another DC project, but it's a show. And again, it's, it's the typical, because here's the thing, man. All these fucking things are the same. You guys got to realize this. If you had, like, you know, because everybody's like, oh, man, what do you, I can't, you know what I care about? I care about a raccoon, and I care about a bug lady, and I care about a doofus. That's clear. You know what I don't care much about? The Flash's mom. <laughs> Who the fuck said to themselves, you know what, man? I bet there's people out there who not only love the Flash, but tangentially love the Flash's bloodline and care what happens to them. No, sir. There is no one. Not, not Captain Cold. Not any of his rogues gallery. Not anybody in the Justice League. Flash. Because I'll tell you what. If Flash comes to the Justice League and he's moping around and someone's like, Hawkman's like, hey, what the fuck's going on, man? What's wrong with you? And he's like, oh, man, my fucking mom died. And Hawkman's <laughs> like, get in fucking line, man. <laughs> Batman's over there just going, boo. <laughs> Superman's like, did you say Martha? Like all of them. Everyone is the same fucking problem. So when they make these movies, it's always the same issue. Oh, man, can you believe my mom died? I can. I can. You know why? Because you run around in fucking hypersonic pajamas and try to change the fucking world for no reason because you can't control shit that happened. Because your mom fucking ate it because of whatever. And I want to look, I'm not going to spoil it. Spoil it. No spoilers. Uh, I mean, I guess I've sort of spoiled the fact that the Flash's mom is in trouble. <laughs> Everybody's why is that a slug line? Right? Act accordingly. We're all in trouble. But that, that, I just, you know, I love the pitch, the idea of coming in and going, all right, guys, here's the thing. We start with the Flash. Got it. He's the fast one, right? He is. And he's in red pajamas, kind of. And uh, here's the thing about the Flash. He's sad. Why is he sad? Well, yeah. turns out he has some trouble with his parents. Oh, oh really? No one saw that shit coming. Nobody's mad because they lost a fucking job. Nobody's sad because they flunked out of school. Everybody's like, oh, I don't know if you heard. Uh, my mom stepped on a rake and she's dead. Maybe if I could possibly contact the Justice League. Shut the fuck up, Flash. Grow up. Not spoiling. Uh, or perhaps spoiling a little. I don't know. I just, it just makes me, and again, it's because I'm 55. I know this. I, because the Flash bombed at the box office. It didn't do well. 
And so there were people, this is my favorite speculation, because look, a lot of people are blaming it on the guy who's the Flash. Uh, if or, Here's all you need to know about the guy who plays the Flash. He doesn't want any capital letters in his name. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. He literally spells his name in lowercase. He's one of those oh. assholes. And like, I, I thought that was cool for my resumes and my business cards back, in, you know, I, my name was all lowercase. It's always been lowercase. Like on my business, any of my promo, I've tried to have my name lowercase. I thought it made it different and stood out a little bit. I liked it. And look, I'm a lowercase guy. I think we all know this. <laughs> I was at a table today having sushi, and I would even introduce myself to a drag queen as a comedian. I mean, what the fuck? I am so under the radar. Uh, I mean, that's a drag queen. That's that's a guy pretending to be a lady, and I can't even tell him, hey, this is who I am, really. Uh, so, so, so I'm. That's I just I I don't understand why why people want what did i can't even you know i lost my train of thought you are making fun of the fact that he is all lowercase but you're also oh there you go i sure well there you go well let me tell you that but the thing is about this crazy and also all right so here's the deal he's a they or they're a they uh uh, ezra is a they um but also uh his his they-ness is mitigated by the fact that he's a fucking asshole they're they're a fucking asshole they have beaten up they've punched women on camera They've attacked people that it's been filmed. They were grooming underage Native American kids to be in a cult. Like, it, I mean, like he he picked a fun crime, like something. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm going to do something nobody's ever done. Let me go to the Lakota tribe and steal a couple of chicks. I mean, what are you doing, Flash? You're the Flash. You can't do that shit. Uh, but that's that's who Ezra Miller is. So a lot of people because, look, he's a shit bag. He just is. That's who he is. Are they? That's who they are. Yes. And uh, and sure enough, uh, then the movie comes out and it kind of half tanks. Whatever the fuck, it still made sixty million dollars. They thought it was going to make seventy five. So to them, that's bombing. Whatever the fuck, because wow. they're well, they're not going to make their money back. So they're to them, it's a bomb. Um, but but <laughs> but here's the deal, man. Like these people now are trying to hang it on. There's two different things they're hanging it on. One, a lot of people online are like, yeah, because like because I'd never see a movie with Ezra Miller. They're a a jerk. I'm like, yeah, I fine, good with you. Plant your fucking flag. Um, but then there's other people who are like, well, here was a problem uh, because of the the strike. <laughs> I'm trying to hang it on the writers now, and, and and SAG, none of the actors could do press, and that's a fun spin for the fact that nobody wanted to do press because they didn't want to be asked about Ezra fuckbag and him capturing yeah. fucking native American girls. That's the first question anybody's going to ask. No offense. Yeah. If Keaton shows up, they're going to be like, dude, awesome. You're Batman. And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm crazy Batman. What's with this fucking wiggly flash. He's kind of a squirmy dude, isn't he? Uh, sir, why are you making a face? I didn't spoil it. It's in the trailers. Yeah, I promise. I did not spoil it. Everybody knows know. Keaton's, Keaton's Batman. Like, it's in the trailers. Yeah. I will tell you this though. I watched one because you're like, you know, my policy. One trailer, I'm out. And I'll wait till the movie comes out. Uh, so I watched the first trailer, which was on Super Bowl Sunday, and I was like, you know what? They fucking got me. Holy fuck, they got me. It looked really good. And Keaton's in it, right? Uh, and in the trailer, the first trailer, Keaton says, uh, yeah, I'm Batman. He says it in the trailer, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. And it's yeah. it's genius, right? So I'm like, I'm in. That's why I'm like, I'm sold. And I love Keaton. I'd watch him do fucking anything. Uh, so then the second, they kept putting out like, you know, here's a three minute clip from The Flash. Here's another clip from The Flash. Here's a, and then they made a second trailer and I refused to watch any of it. In fact, when I went to the theaters to see Spider-Verse, they ran the trailer 
for for Flash, the new one. And I literally was going, uh, I closed my ears and eyes and hummed to myself so I wouldn't even hear the dialogue. And if you're ever trying to avoid, you know, because some people do this thing where they're like, la, 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 and they close their ears. Yeah. Bullshit. You can still hear stuff. Here's what you do. Do you? I'm, I'm just going to show Lily and then I'll explain it. Should I film it? Uh, oh, I think I need to film that. Do it again. Fingers. Do it again. I need to film that. Hold on. Let me get my camera. Because okay. I think this will be a great thing to go. This is coming up on the show. Okay. Okay. And I'll, so I'll say this. I'll, I'll show both. A lot of people do this when they're trying to avoid spoilers. La, 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 la. Doesn't work because you're still going to fucking hear shit. So here's what you do. You got to do the fast pump. You got to go. Ah, because then you won't hear a fucking thing. I promise. I don't know if you film me. I done. They put my ear What's back funny in. is they can't hear the sound. It's just the video. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's why it's so funny to me. What a fucking drag. All right, but the, <laughs> but the fun thing is, it'll be like a, a little Easter egg where people, when they're when they're listening to the podcast, they go, "This is the part. This is the part. This is the filming part. The completely unnecessary, stupid filming part." Uh, well, <laughs> here, film me going. Oh, 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 no, oh. I'm not filming that. <laughs> Throw that in there. I want them to. I want them to dream about that visual. Oh sure. I just again. I just want to accept that trophy. God damn, is that that's my that might be the funniest thing I ever said. She pulls the trophy out, spit and all, it goes right on my mantle. I'm a genius. All right. Uh, so sure enough, so people they said that they blamed nobody going to the movie on the press. Like oh yeah, you know there were no interviews, there were no late night talk shows for the guys to talk up the movie. And it's like I look, man. Listen, buzz helps, yes. But buzz, they spent. They spent four hundred million dollars on TV ads. You couldn't escape the fucking flash, and and nobody in there, nobody in the world has been like, I don't think I'm going to see that fucking movie. And then they saw the flash on Stephen Colbert and went, you know what? I might see this flash fella. Nobody gives a fuck. You know why? Because if you make that decision, recognize that when he's the he's talking to fucking Stephen Colbert, that's not the flash. Now he's being Ezra Miller, and you're like, oh, I, I'll see them. Uh, that's it's if he came on, look. You want to do press? Come on as your character. See, now I'm on board with it. If Keaton comes out, Keaton comes out in the full bat suit and refuses to be anybody but Bruce Wayne and Batman and shit. Fuck, maybe that maybe that gets me in the theater. Oh, so anyway, so I said that second trailer and I went. So then I see the movie, and uh there's cool stuff that happens. I don't want to say what it is, I can't give it away. But uh, but sure enough, I looked at Pax. I was with Pat and I went, Oh, and he goes, It was in the trailer. And I go, what? And he goes, mm-hmm. He goes, it was in the second trailer. I go, whoa, how could they fucking ruin that? I was so mad. Um, because there's a, it's a, it's really. But it, but it didn't get ruined for you, so that's good. No, I was very happy. I, I clapped like a lady. I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> that's a child. No, whatever. I don't know who it is. Uh, so sure enough. So I, I, so people are blaming it on the lack of press and I'm just like, nobody, there's nobody in the world that made a, a decision to see Batman because they saw the Batman actors talk about Batman. You're seeing Batman or you're not right. And they, what they needed to understand is the flash is like, dude, if they had a fucking superhero Olympics, the flash doesn't even get the fucking bronze in DC. You know, it's Superman, Batman, I guess wonder woman is third. Uh, even though her first movie was great. I'm serious. I, for screen appeal? Because yeah, her second yeah. movie fucking tanked it. It totally bombed. And then Aquaman made a ton of fucking money, but that movie's fucking ludicrous. I watched it in a blood yeah. donation center, and I was like, what the fuck? So, uh, so Aquaman's probably fourth. And then The Flash, because also in the, in the Justice League movie, The Flash is a squirrel. I mean, you just fucking hate him. Because I will tell you that. All right, look, I'm not spoiling anything. Don't. Ezra Miller's made some choices as Barry Allen in The Flash that perhaps I didn't agree with. That's all I'll say. 
Now, look, I'm I'm no Meisner technique guy. I'm not a Stanislavski, but I'm here to tell you, maybe playing your lead character as an autistic weirdo isn't the best idea. Although I will say this. Uh, don't play as an autistic weirdo. I can't change it. You know what? There you go. <laughs> That's right. That was That's it. Right. I literally, do there's it. no, there's Just really no way to expand There's it. no need. Don't not, do not spoiling. <laughs> because if you saw him in Justice League, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's a he's a fidgety goof. But again, he's so like, fidgety. If, like if he had a fucking book of matches in his pocket, they they they'd light because he's just <laughs> shaking so much and so fucking weird. It's like, hey, what if we played the what if what if the gal played the Flash, spent a lot of the movie acting like a newly born hamster and just <laughs> shivered the whole time? Wouldn't that be great? I didn't fucking understand it, and I'm like, all right, man, good for you, you fucking mole rat. I guess this is your choice. This is who you want to be. Like a guy who's never seen the world before. And then there's also, all right, I'm not spoiling. I can't really tell you. You can kind of figure out. But uh, the movie's cast young. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's yeah. a, like the flesh meets, he meets some reporter. And this reporter looks like she's 19. And, and, but she's covering some murder trial. And then they have this, the most awkward non-flirting of all time. But we're supposed to believe that the flesh has a crush on her. But I, I can't believe that the Flash has a crush on her because he's shaking like a jello mold you dropped on the floor. I mean, it's like fucking weird, man. I don't understand that guy at all. But but I, uh, all right, I'll talk. I can't spoil. Stop. No, we're not going to spoil anything. We're not spoiling. We're not spoiling. Here's what I say, because people have asked me. They're like, what do you think? Should I, uh, I'll say I saw the Flash and I'll say, I think you should see it. That's all I'll say. Okay. Because then when you see it, we can have a conversation. We can have a discussion. We can have a, a chat. So so you're only telling them to see it so you can talk with them about it. I do it. want to Not talk to them. because it's a great film. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I certainly wouldn't speculate on that. Because okay. my friends will always say, did you like it? And I'll go, you should see it. That Because mm-hmm. I can't. I Because here's the thing. I don't even like anybody going, dude, it was so fucking great. Because I'll be like, uh, okay, well, now you think it's great. Now I got to go in with your. Because I, I, I don't know. You'll murder somebody's ears about uh, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> If somebody wants to know, <laughs> hey, look, yeah. I love what I love, and I I'll, I'll fucking be passionate about yeah. it and when talk about a, it all when goddamn something day. Something spectacular, yeah, I know what <laughs> you're saying. But also, I hate what I hate. I mean, and so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll question things clearly. Uh, but yeah, you should see it. You should see Spider Verse. I'm, I'm not going to spoil Spider Verse. Spider Verse is, is an animated film, as we know. Into the, if you've never seen Into the Spider Verse, you need to watch that immediately, and then you need to go see Across the Spider Verse. Uh, that's all I'll tell you. I'll pass on both. I started watching it and I couldn't get through it. Didn't like it. What was it that did I just, it? Was it? I literally, I was just like, it, it. I don't look at it as a graphic novel, and I literally looked at it and was like, "This is a cartoon. I'm not enjoying." That's exactly. I that's and I it, walked away. Here's a question I have though, because this is, I think this is relevant. Were you bothered by the fact that it kept changing animation styles? I, I, I was just bothered by the fact that. I was even watching it. I just kept oh, going. It's just, it just not pulling me in. It's just, just not, not for you. It just wasn't, you know. And again, yeah. I grew up on like heavy metal and fantastic planet. So it's like, it's not like I'm going, oh, the artistic style was not, you right. know, I, it just every time I just tried to sit down, I was just like, I, who is that one? I don't. Okay. I. And I think it says more about me than anything else. Yeah, that's the thing. Something yeah. cannot be for you. That's totally yeah. fine. Like I started watching some fucking show on, on HBO called White House Plumbers. Couldn't get and it's through it got, either. It's got Justin Thoreau, I think is his name. Uh, I always forget his name. And then Woody Harrelson. And uh, I made myself watch to the end of the first episode. Couldn't get through it. Yeah. And that was done. I, I just was like, because again, uh, 
I learned an amazing fact in the first minute. In the first minute, I didn't I didn't know they tried the Watergate break the Watergate break in seven times. I had no fucking idea that was true. If it would have been a movie where that had unfolded and they kept showing them doing it before telling me, I would have been fascinated. But instead, again, choices. Woody Harrelson makes a choice to play his <laughs> Does thing. Does he make a choice? It's he's he's like a rock'em sock'em cowboy, old you know, old school tough guy, kind of half racist fucking. 70s guy you know what i mean that's his choice and maybe the, and maybe that's how that character was in real life i don't know and then justin Thoreau shows up and he's literally doing the most perfect g gordon liddy impression you will yeah. ever see in your life he sounds exactly like him he looks like him he talk. i mean he just he speaks with his fucking same staccato delivery we had to see on fucking fox news and uh but it didn't matter because here's the, here's the thing why it didn't hold me you know i know what happened you know what I mean? We know is this they were bad guys. Nixon's a jerk. You know all this. It's you're not telling me anything I don't a know. Jerk. So I'm like, it's pretty much. You know what? Honestly, yeah. compared to what the fuck's going on now, Nixon was a jerk. Uh, you know, Kissinger is a different story. But I mean, yeah. you know, and, and Nixon. Well, look, Nixon's a monster. We know this. But it makes me laugh that like back then they all thought Nixon was a monster, and then you see what's going on now, and you're like, hey, you guys remember? Remember back then? That was quaint. Uh, it was super quaint, right? At least he was only bombing Cambodia or whatever the fuck. Uh, I apologize, Cambodians. I certainly feel your your pain and your plight. Yes. Uh, and if there was a way we could just come over and airdrop Kissinger and let you guys tear him apart physically, I would fucking do it. Yeah. What's that guy, like 100? Didn't you just have a birthday? I don't know, but I'd give him Kissinger and Liddy and Reagan and Bush. I'd give them all. And Eddie Van Halen is dead. And these motherfuckers are romping around doing their bullshit. Like fucking, and Kissinger's a guy they still like, they'll consult him on shit. I'm like, who's talking to this asshole? This guy's literally eating shrimp and aspic for the last 45 years. You know what I mean? It's like, he doesn't, he doesn't have to be a a policy guy anymore. What the fuck? He's attending cocktail parties and shit. He's, he's the name of the show, right? Shrimp and aspic. Should it? You jot it down. Let me know. I'll jot it down. Let's I'll let's do it. Let's do it. Shrimp in aspic. I wonder if they have that at my grocery store. Um, I'll go check it out. I'll get a big bowl of shrimp and aspic. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, I'll tell you this. Yes. Lily. Yes. Folks. Yes. Faithful friends and listeners, spread yes. too far and wide in Australia. Yes. That's our friend Tony uh, and other people, all the cops who listen to me, my friend Michael, my friend Ken, yes. uh, Tanya, yes, Ken and Tresha, everybody. I'm letting you know this. I uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate news, but I have to tell you because uh, I need to bring you into my world. Um, I have a deli nemesis. What? I have an enemy. What? I, I, yeah, right? Right. I think I told you about this person uh a couple of months ago but now but now but now but now i'm telling you uh they have it in for me like they're they're here all right well here i'll just tell you what happened and then you tell me if i have a deli nemesis i went to uh place an order i wanted to buy some maple honey ham because i enjoy the ham as you know i'll have it on a breakfast sandwich occasionally or i'll just have a, a ham with some oh you know what they have now oh smokehouse cheddar Boar's head makes a smokehouse cheddar. Oh, it's just, it, it's like biting into John Wayne's lungs. Oh my God, it's so good. It is delightfully smoky, super delicious, tumor free. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I enjoy it. It smells great. And it, and it has like a smoky, real, a real, not a liquid smoky flavor. It's, yeah. It tastes like smoke, which I like. And it's cheddar, so it's got the tang. It's a tang and a smoke. Uh, it's, it's, it's like you rolled a joint with macaroni and cheese in it. It is so <laughs> delightful. Uh, so sure enough, uh, I wanted to get the maple honey ham. 
and I show up to get that. And normally I'll get like eh, three quarters of a pound to a pound. And, uh, and I think I've told you this before. I like, I don't like shredded meat. I don't want you to, I don't, I don't want to eat an accident scene. All right. I'm not, I'm not, I just want to give me a sandwich that I can lay slices on. I like slices of meat because when you shred it, it's just like, what the fuck is this storm air from Fargo? I got to dig them out of the snow and eat them for lunch. Fuck this man. Uh, by the way, I just saw Never mind. I can't say this. It's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> so I, I go over to the deli and again, I will tell you this at my, at, I go to several different uh, Ralph's locations. Yeah. And I told about the one Ralph's where the one kid was like, he had no idea what the fuck was happening. And he like walked away with another person to go get meat. And I'm standing there like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but now this is a different location. And remember where I got the pen from the boar's head employee? Yes. Who then I saw smoking. Yes. Okay. It's that location. Okay. And there's, there's one deli woman that you, you want, you must have that you, you pray you get this deli woman <laughs> because she, she knows the ins and outs of lunch meat. Like nobody I've ever met. She is just fucking, and she's gloriously friendly and happy. And, and, you know, what can I get for you? Hey, hon, how are you? Like the way I picture like in the, in a, at a fifties diner, she'd be being nice to you and giving you all the best coffee while making sure none of the black people ate at the counter. Like she's one of those oh lovely, uh, like, I'm, so I'm, lovely. well, part of it is I'm sure there's a dark side, certainly. She's uh, always but, but, a dark side. Yes. But, but, but at the deli. Yes. She's she's captain of the ship. She's queen at the helm. She runs the whole show. She's the she's the absolute princess of the slicer. And that's who you want. And I will because then she'll get me and I'll say to her, hey, uh, you know, I need a maple honey ham about a pound. I go, I don't care if it's under or over. You don't have to be scientific about it. And also, I just I want it to be sandwich cut, but even a little thicker than sandwich cut if it's possible, just a tiny bit. And uh, and during the pandemic, they couldn't give you a slice, but now she'll cut me a slice, come over, and she goes, how's that? And I'll say, oh, you know, even a little thinner, or that's good. And she'll, here you go, you can eat this. And I get to eat a slice of ham, and uh, and I know and I know she's holding, she's literally slicing my ham and holding it like a newborn. She's so beautiful. I love her so much. She cradles my cheese to her bosom and keeps it safe and, while I go get my other groceries, because they do that. She'll be like, just tell me what you want, and then I'll slice it up. You can go get your other stuff and come back and pick it up. Yep. And and I, one time I was like, what if somebody takes it? Uh, she goes, what? And I go, where do you put it? She goes, well, I'll put it up on the counter. I go, what if somebody takes it? And she gave me this oh, look, me. and I go, I said, I'm teasing. I, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to take it, but I'm, we're having fun. And she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, got me there. Oh, she goes back to slice my stuff, and I go to shop. <laughs> and then I come back, and it's always perfectly done to the millimeter. Uh, I get a nice monster. Sometimes I get a smoky cheddar, as I've mentioned. Sometimes I get a dill Havarti. Uh, and then I'll get the maple honey ham. So now they got a new uh, fire roast chicken that they get. Look, I like lunch meat, folks. So uh, so she's grand. She's great. She's the one you want. So I go over to the deli. And unfortunately, I should tell you this, deli closes at nine. Uh, and they don't care for you coming in late. And uh, well, well, at least, all right, let's put it this way. I think they don't care for you coming in late. They know they're there till nine. So I was trying to make like a kind of a, like a, Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm here so late. I know you're probably cleaning slicers, whatever. I'm so stupid. I try to apologize to the deli person already. And I think I told the story where I went to the deli once it was like eight 30 and I went to this woman and I said, Hey, uh, I said, I know, are you guys still open? She goes, she just points up. She was a tiny little uh, Hispanic woman and she just points up and I, I look up and there's a sign that says open till nine. I said, I know you're open till nine, but have you cleaned the slicers and stuff? I totally. And she goes, we're open. If I'm here, sir, we are open. Like she was, she wanted none of my tomfoolery, nor my, she could not, you know what? Like Tommy Lee Jones said to Jim Carrey, I will not sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> so, so I, so I was just trying to be a nice guy. I'm trying to be a pal here 
because normally I show up and there's a uh, uh, Florence uh, lunch meat Gale. She's usually there slicing shit up and she's amazing. But now I got this new chick I got to worry about. Right. And I'm like, OK, well, here's what I want. And I look over to the maple honey ham. And like I said, normally we get a pound of it. Right. We get a pound. Yeah. But guess what? What? Guess what? Oh, well, what? well, well, Pondit, so this was, all right, I, the last time it happened with the pointing at the sign. Uh, so this time I show up and it's a little late, so I know now not to say to her, is it too late or whatever? And I go, hi. Uh, and she still is like, what do you want, sir? Literally, what do you want, sir? And I'm like, uh, all right, I need, um, and I look over and there's a sign, maple honey ham, you can get three quarters of a pound of maple honey ham, which is normally, like, that might be honey ham is normally yeah. $12.99 a pound. So maple honey ham, I can get three quarters of a pound of that plus a third of a pound of white American cheese from Boar's Head. I don't like an American cheese, not a fan, but $8.99 for the pair. And I'm like, well, look, I can melt this fucking American cheese on an egg. I can melt it in the morning on a breakfast sandwich, whatever. Because normally I'm a cheddar guy. I like it. You know what? I like a sharp American cheese. Look, if I'm cooking burgers, I want an American cheese because that's the meltiest, <laughs> perfect cheese you could ever get for a hamburger. Ask any chef, they'll tell you. American cheese is what you want to put on a hamburger, not Velveeta, because that's not even fucking cheese. Don't even come at me with that. You know why? It's not even refrigerated. I don't think Velveeta. I think it's on a <laughs> shelf somewhere. And if you read it, because normally you go to the cheese house and they're like, hey, man, here's some cheese. Want some cheese? And you're like, I love cheese. Here's cheese. Delif- delicious, delightful. But then you go to Velveeta and it says processed cheese food. It says it right in the box. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you should be feeding it to cheese to somehow <laughs> grow your cheese into a healthy adult. Uh, and I don't care for the Velveeta because it's, and people are always like, I always see those recipes where like, take a whole log of Velveeta and melt it with an entire container of salsa. And you've got a great queso dip for your friends. And I'm like, no, you have a way to make sure your friends never come to your lazy fucking party. Oh my God. How dare you? I know this is dorm room food and whatever the fuck, but don't serve that shit to adults. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? I don't get it. Don't understand it. Don't like it. So I'm not a Velveeta guy. And so an American cheese, if you're making burgers, by all means, get it. But $8.99 for the pair. So I says, oh, uh, can, I have, can I have the uh, maple honey ham deal there with the, the American cheese? And she goes, okay. And I go, I go, and, you know, a little over is fine, whatever you want to do. And, and, and she just literally sighs and she takes it out. And, uh, and, she, and she goes, uh, it'll be here when you come back. And so, which was not, a, it was not like, oh, I'll slice it and it'll be waiting for you. Go get your delicious foods. She goes, it'll be here when you get back. So I was like, all right. So I went around my shopping bag and grabbed my rye bread, uh, grabbed some Eggos, grabbed some other stuff I had to get, filled the old bag of roux. And I walk over and uh, she's cleaning stuff in the back and there's my meat and cheese. And I grab it, throw it in the mm-hmm. back and I go to check out. And uh, there's the, you know, there's the self-checkout at Ralph's, which I, I much prefer that. I don't want to wait in line. I, you know, I don't want to small talk Cassandra with her fucking four inch nails who then circles the receipt five times and tells me to call and tell them what a great checker she is so she can get a boost in price. I'll do it. If I get caught up in that swarm, that's fine. But, you know, checking myself out, I can check myself out and get the fuck out of there. It's totally fine. So I go in and I scan my stuff and I scan uh, the meat and the cheese and it comes up as like fucking $17 or whatever, or no, $14 it was. And, uh, and so I, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I call over the, and again, at the self-checkout, they always have some fucking whistlehead just standing there, standing guard so nobody steals a fucking Toblerone. It's like, what the fuck, dude? You know what I mean? You're the guy who couldn't function in any other part of the store. So all you are is meat. You're, you're literally just standing here. You're the last line of defense if somebody tries to run out of the self-checkout and steal stuff. 
and and so it's tough to deal with them. You know, you know, call them over. It's always like some, and also, you know what they'll do? They'll put the 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 most wee lady you could ever imagine, like a like a tiny woman who should live in a teacup, and she's supposed <laughs> to be the last line of defense against you stealing things. I'm like, what the fuck, man? This is not good. So I happen to get teacup lady that night. I'm like, excuse me. I said, I'm scanning this, and it's supposed to be eight ninety nine. It's a deal. She's like, oh, well, let's try it again. Ding 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 ding. And she goes, okay, yeah, and I'll, I'll, and she takes it off, deletes it. She goes, where was this? And I go, did the okay. power just go out again? You're going to laugh at me. I am. I am. Uh, I was hoping to talk about this later. <laughs> uh, remember when the power went out last week? Yeah. That was just my computer monitors turning off because they'd been on too long and they shut themselves down. The power never went out in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I found that out when we finished recording and literally everything was on the fridge. It was like, it might've gone out once, but truthfully what happened was the monitors went out and, uh, and then, no, it's not hilarious. It's, it's it's what happened. It's when you live alone, like a nobody at a zero and fucking you. And also look, I've had my power going out so many times in the past few months. I mean, I just expected it like, sure, whatever. Uh, but none of the ice was slick. There was no condensation on the ice. I did a lot of detective work last week after I finished the show. Walked around looking, making sure things were things. Um, so uh, me and fucking teacup lady are trying to do some detective work on this fucking meat. And she's like, where is it? And I said, uh, I said, well, there's a sign in the deli. And she goes, oh, she goes, all right, well, I'll go look. And it, and it's this thing where it's like, man, I that drives me crazy when they do that. Because I had it, I had another manager do it once, where he was like, uh, I, "Oh, there was Doritos that were like three ninety nine, yeah, and they they were ringing up as five sixty nine or whatever." And I was like, "No, nah, man, it says there's a thing." Because they were they were it was Taco Doritos, and it was like, yeah, they they were running out of it was like out over out of stock, so it was like it was like the last two bags of Taco Doritos, and uh, I don't mind a Taco Dorito, so I grabbed him, and he's just like, "Where did you see that?" I go, "There's a tag right on the shelf," and he goes. All right, well, I, I'll go check it out. I'm like, it's fucking 60 cents, man. Look at this palace of food that would make a Somalian cry. And you're going to go fucking check on 60 cents on fucking Doritos? Are you kidding me? And also, I've been coming here 25 years. Look at my fucking number on the tag. You think I'm going to try to fucking bait and switch you for 60 cents on Doritos, man? And I know that's their fucking job, and he's the manager and whatever the fuck. But, and if you look, man, if you want to take. 350 round trip steps to go make sure that I'm not stealing 60 cents not worth of fucking corporate cool ranch seasoning. Then by all means, buddy, go ahead, take a lap. It's all uh, corporate. But then I got to stand there. You know what I mean? And it's that point where you just want to go fuck this. I don't want anything. Keep it all. And you just want to leave. Cause that's how I always want to do it. I just want to go fuck you. <laughs> not all of us go fight or flight every time. <laughs> Bye. Keep it. What? Keep it. Keep the Doritos. <laughs> you know what? They got Doritos all over this great land of ours. I'll go find them. <laughs> And I won't have to have somebody sent off on a fucking tri, you know, triathlon, a fucking 5K to go find the price. Uh, but sure enough, I run into it again with the fucking ham and the ham and the and the cheese. And she's like, oh, I said, it's at the deli. And she's, oh, I'll go check. So I'm standing there like a dumb fuck, you know, ham in one hand, cock in the other. I'm just like, what is going on? And she splits and she comes back and and she's gone three minutes which is a long, <laughs> long time to be standing there. I mean, it just is a long time. You're just like, and again, I, it's a deli. I mean, how, what, you don't, you don't have to be fucking Inspector Clouseau to find the ham sign. I mean, I didn't think so. And she walks back and uh, she goes, ah, oh, sir, I couldn't find it. Ah, <laughs> oh, sir. I'll never forget her face. Ah, oh, sir, I couldn't find it. 
I go, you got to be kidding me. She goes, no. And I go, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. I go, oh, seriously, I will go with you. I will show you the sign. And we go walking back and, uh, and we get back there and the one lady is cleaning yeah. everything. And she goes, what is it now? <laughs> and I go, I'm good. Cause I didn't want to even talk to her. So pissed. Yeah. And I, and we walk over and I show teacup lady. There's a sign right there. It says the maple honey ham and the cheese, you know, three quarters of a pound of one and a third of a pound of the other. And she goes, Oh yeah. Okay. You're right. Well, I wonder. And so we go back to the register and, uh, I scan it. It doesn't come up. And she goes, let me see that. And she gives me the package of ham. I give her the package of ham. It's at 0.80 of a pound instead of 0.75 of a pound. And they won't give me the deal because it's over three quarters of a pound of ham. And I, when she says that to me, I look at her, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. She goes, no. She goes, I'm sorry about that. And I go, well, fix it. She goes, what do you mean? And I go, we're going back. They can slice me new fucking ham. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not paying for this because I got this package. Yeah. And we walked all the way back to the deli again, this time with the ham and the cheese in our hands. And uh, I walk up and the girl, the woman's not there. And she comes out from the back and I see her. She's like, ah, she rolls her eyes. She comes to the front and teacup lady goes, yeah. The deal is for three quarters of a pound of ham. And, I, and I'm and i looking at the one behind the counter and she looks me right in the eyes and smiles. She's just smiling right at me. She goes, the deal is for three quarters of a pound of ham and it's at 0.80. And she just literally is staring at me and smiling. And I'm like, you're the fucking joker. You're the deli joker. <laughs> this is your super villain origin story keeping your thumb on the scale to give me too much ham so i got to fucking take laps like the other guy holy fuck look at you and she's staring right at me man and i looked at her and and she goes so what do you want me to do and i go i'm look man fix it i don't know fix it what do you got to (sighs) do she takes it from teacup lady and she opens it up and she pulls two pieces of ham out and puts it on the scale and makes it makes it three quarters of a pound but it was like, it was just two slices of ham that she took out. And I'm like, what are you going to do with this fucking ham? Like, just give me the ham or whatever the fuck. But she pulls it out like somebody, like putting a steak on somebody's face after they got a black eye. She's just <laughs> down on the fucking countertop. And she looks at me and she kind of smiles. She goes, better now? Oof. And I go, we'll see. And uh, and then we went back to the counter and it scanned perfectly. It gave me it for eight ninety nine, But it was... Better now? It was Encyclopedia Brown and the two ham slice situation. I mean, it was like fucking a detective work and I got teacup lady on my side and, but she smiled, dude, she did it on purpose. She did it on purpose. I'm telling I will never believe she didn't because she looked at me, smiled. She's smiling right in my face while we're going through it. I have a deli nemesis, right? Yes, you do. Thank you. you. Okay, good. I'm glad you agree with me. And, and, but you because you're on the show a lot, people will go, well, Lily's supposed to agree with him because that's her job. No, so I, no ask, I disagree with you all the time. <laughs> I, th- I throw this to the floor. I throw this to everybody out there. Uh, do I do I have a, a, a deli nemesis? Do I have a ham enemy? I think I might. And also, you know what? There's a lot of ham enemies because the other people, because again, with Ralph's, the turnover now is so quick. There's new people in the deli every time I go, every time I go to a store. And when you'll say to them, you're like, yeah, man, a little thicker than sandwich. And then they give you a fucking wrestling mat made out of fucking ham. And you're like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Holy shit. Like I'll order a pound of ham. There's three slices. It's like, yeah, this is a lot. I don't know. 
<laughs> what you're fucking doing here, pal. But they look, and I don't want to get into the whole, like, you know, they won't hire anybody or they do, they don't pay anybody and they don't care who they hire. Cause I've talked, I mean, I did that shit when I was a kid, I've, I've done this joke a million times when I was a kid, I was a bagger. It was my first ever job. And I actually took pride in it. Like I wanted to bag as fast as I could and bag things. Right. And yeah. Uh, and then I got older and I moved here and there was a guy with a hook for a hand bagging groceries at my fucking <laughs> Ralph's. I was like, wow, that's fucking brutal. How do you not care about fucking Long John Silver spiking my cantaloupe? The fuck? <laughs> it's fucking, and then they made him a checker, which was even crueler, like even more funny. Like I'm just like, because he's, you know, he's like clack, 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 clack with the one hand and then like using the hook to scoop everything down the conveyor belt. And you're just sitting there going, it's, it reminded me of the scene in National Lampoon's when, in vacation when she's stirring the pitcher of fucking juice with the entire arm. And he goes, uh, can I help you with that? Please. <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> this fucking guy, like, you know, is, let me ask you, are you trying to get my cookies off the conveyor belt? Or are you trying to put your hook into the ice to climb out Everest? Because it's the same <laughs> motion. You are performing the same motion, man. Uh, so good. I have a deli nemesis. I knew I did. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what to do because I like that store. You know, it's a good Ralph's and stuff. And I just, eh, whatever. I'm sure I'll just, you can wait your turn. But the thing is, if I ever go in there late and it's only her, look, I can't do it. You know what? No more nocturnal hand purchases. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a new name for the show. I got news for you. Yeah, shrimp and aspic is gone. Uh, nocturnal, hold on. Ham, nocturnal hand purchases. Ham purchases. Yes. All right. Now let me ask you. No more nocturnal hand purchases or just nocturnal hand purchases? Just nocturnal hand All right. Done and done. Uh, Short and sweet. Right. <laughs> That's right. Get it done. Um all right i how are you doing um we have about 45 minutes before i have to go <laughs> oh okay well then uh, then yeah i can update some people on some things <laughs> probably um folks let me ask you yeah you remember a few weeks ago when i told you about my glorious future as a bartender <laughs> I was going to be stepping up to the old, uh, the old teak wood and pouring everybody fucking sarsaparilla and rot gut and just having a good time and, or possibly working a great party, wearing a bow tie, making some sort of Tom Collins for a guy named Tom Collins, because I meta like that. That's how I handle my bartending business. Uh, well it's, so that was the deal it's like, I was, as you know, my neighbor, uh, the lovely and talented Lewis, um, he invited me to go. And then I went to the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Orientation? Yeah, 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 right? Okay, so I told you about that orientation with uh, the commanding presence of Mr. G. He was there, and he was uh, very, very much uh, asserting himself as the king of the bar when Lewis wasn't there, whatever the fuck. But, um, you know, Lou has a partner who who runs the bar with him, uh, the, the school with him, and she was, she, I thought she was going to be at the orientation, and she didn't show up. So I was like, all right, well, so I went through it with Mr. G because he had to call her. Actually, he didn't know I was coming. She knew I was, but he, he calls her and he's like, uh, Hey, he's here. And she's like, well, yeah, just teach him, you know, give him the hour long orientation. So that was great. So I split from that. And then I didn't, you know, I didn't go to classes cause I was still trying to figure out, uh, another situation that I haven't told you the, the, the resolution of, which I'll get to eventually. Um, so I, as I was trying to take care of that, look, could I have, could I have done both? Maybe could I have pestered, but you, you know me, I didn't want to pester and be like, can I come? Can I come there? Am I in? Can I do this? What are we doing? Uh, I, I wanted 
because he was doing me a favor. So I was kind of like, I was at arm's length a little bit where I didn't say, Hey, I'll come tomorrow or I'll do this. Uh, and then I, I didn't, I reached out and I said, after a couple, like it was two weeks, maybe, or a week and a half. And I said, Hey, can I, can I come to classes? And I was told, uh, well now we have a waiting list. And I was like, I thought that was fucking weird. Cause I'm like, all right. Uh, cause, cause all right. And again, I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to tell this and I know you're going to say, Mike, you're wrong. And if you're, I'm wrong, write me and that's fine. That's cool. Uh, you live next door to me. You know what I mean? Tap on my door and go, Hey man, uh, we doing these classes or not? You know what I mean? And I know you're supposed to be like, uh, I'm supposed to be the one skirt chasing going, please, please show me how to make a tequila slammer or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> me how to make a tequila. <laughs> but, but to me, like, I thought I was doing the right thing by, by kind of standing off and not constantly going, Hey man, can I do this? What am I doing? Am I, and being in his ear about it. Right. Everybody handles things differently because, but again, as you just, just heard, I wouldn't even tell a guy at lunch that I was a comedian. Like I, you know, so like, I don't want to bother this dude who's made a kind offer to me on the off chance that like the second time I ask, he goes, what the fuck, man, enough. You know what, you know what I mean? And I, I recognize that this is uh codependent behavior. I recognize mm -hmm. this is behavior from my childhood mm -hmm. because I wanted to keep, because I lived in a chaotic household. And so I wanted to keep everything calm. So I never want to think that I'm overstepping or I never want to think that I'm reaching out to somebody and asking for something that I don't deserve or trying to upset the apple cart because they may were nice to me and they made a nice offer and I should just wait for them to let me, you know what I mean? I get why this is ingrained inside of me <clears throat> and I try to defeat it. I do. I really do believe it or not. So, um, so I finally approached him and he's like, we got a waiting list now. And I'm just like, I don't fucking, what does that even mean? You know what I mean? Cause, because they have classes twice a day. They had classes from one to three and then they had classes from like, uh, five to seven, I think. And it's like, what, what waiting list? What do you, cause cause again, like when I went to the school, they had, you know, there's like 10 seats at the bar, 10 or 12. So I guess that means they got, they got an ass in every, on every stool and that's fine. And there's no room for me. And okay. But it, felt weird like and it also felt a little standoffish to me uh hey we gotta wait you know what Mike? we got a waiting list now mike you know yeah I, I did we was like two weeks ago we gave you the orientation i go yeah, i don't want to bother you i don't need well yeah, if you want to do it you got to fine all right i said he's like contact her so this is okay so uh this was a thursday i believe and i sent her a note and i go hey i go uh you know i can i come in and do the orientation because I guess there was one more hour of orientation I had to do. And can I come in and do orientation? Uh, she's, oh no, she told me, you have to come in and do orientation with me. I said, great. And she said, come in at noon on Monday. I said, it works great. And uh, I said, can I stay for the one o'clock class? She goes, absolutely. I said, look at us. It's great. Perfect. Uh, so I, you know, I go the weekend and then, uh, and I'm going to tell you this because it's important. You know me and my schedule. Uh, it's fairly upside down. Sometimes I go to bed at 7 a.m. Sometimes I go to bed at 6 a.m. Sometimes I can go to bed. I fall asleep at 11 a.m. And I wake up at 4 a.m. And then I stay up until fucking noon. And then I fall asleep for two hours. It's, you know, the, the pandemic sapped me of any, of any sort of real schedule. Uh, that and also not caring. That also really played a role <laughs> in me having no said schedule. Um, and then, of course, then going six weeks without a car, uh, whatever the fuck, I, it, it doesn't matter. I was in the fucking tank. So 
But I made sure that weekend I went to bed at 2.30 a.m. Uh, on Saturday, and then I got up on uh, Sunday at noon, and uh, which and I know you're just like, that's a lot of sleep. And I'm like, yes, I did it on purpose so then I could have a lot of sleep so then I would be all you know geeked up for Monday. So then Monday comes, and or Sunday comes, and I, I stay up, and finally it's like it's 2 in the morning, and I'm like, all right, if I go to bed now because i got to be there at noon, it's fucking six minutes from my house. So I'll, I'll go to bed at two. I'm up at fucking 11, uh, get a shower. I roll over there. Maybe I have a muffin. Maybe I do that. Uh, maybe, maybe I study, uh, my, my, my fucking bartending notes that I took. And I, you know, I realize where lime goes and what grenadine is, whatever the fuck I want to, I want to be there and make a good impression. So I go to bed at two. I can't fall asleep. So I find it's two 30. I'm like, oh man, how come I can't fall asleep? But then gone like probably 2 45 3 o'clock uh which is great so i'm like all right and uh <laughs> i wake up it's one o'clock i had set my alarm for 11 and i had set my alarm for 11 20 and i i'm being honest with you when i tell you this this has not happened in years oversleeping like that like i mean that's because that i don't re- i don't remember hitting the snooze or the off I don't, I have no fucking concept of it. And, and this is the part where everybody goes, well, cause you're a fuck up. I, I get it. You're all going to think that. And that's fine. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm truly not, you know what I mean? I, and so anyway, I wake up because there's no reason to try to convince you I'm not a fuck up. Cause you know, I'm a fuck up. I'm, whatever the fuck. I'm not going to change your fucking mind. <laughs> People oversleep. I mean, it that's, happens. I, it I does that, happen. But I, but I hadn't done it in forever. And it on yeah. that day of all days. So now it's, it's, I wake up, I should say it's 10 to one when I wake up. So I'm like, oh fuck. So I immediately text her and I go, I am not a flake. I'm an idiot. I overslept. Is there a way I can come in just for the one o'clock class and then maybe do orientation tomorrow? Or do you want to maybe pick it all up again tomorrow? And, uh, cause I would have just fucking jumped in my clothes yeah. and gone over there. And she just texts back and she's like, uh, talk to Lou. I said, Okay. I said, uh, I appreciate it again. I apologize. So I know Lou's got his class. So he finishes class and I sent him a text. Same thing. I go, Lou, you know, I just contacted her. She told me to contact you. Uh, I'm not a flake. I'm, I, I, I overslept. I don't know why. Um, so I just, uh, just letting you know, is there a way we can just start tomorrow? Uh, would I do it with orientation or did I just come to class? And uh, about 10 minutes later, he texts me back and he goes, sorry, Mike, we're done. Um, and I, it, it hit me, it kind of knocked even the wind out of me a little bit, like this weird, kind uh, like I felt it in my solar plexus. It was strange. And I wrote him back and I said, I, well, I'm, I'm actually pretty crushed to hear that. Uh, it was an act, you know, I accidentally overslept. I apologize. I just, you know whatever I need to do to fix this, let me know. And he goes, nah, you know, can't do it. Uh, we need people that are motivated. <laughs> and uh, I I wrote him back and I go, listen to me. I said, I am I'm motivated. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't have even, you know, attempted this otherwise. I said, I will eat whatever shit I got to eat with her. Because let me, let me say this as well. Um, she is not a pleasant person. 
I'm sorry for laughing, but I I know I know the type of person she is. She is not someone who likes me. She is not someone who likes anybody. She's a very like you know everything I've told you about Louis. He's a New York guy, and he's kind of hey brash. How you doing? Uh, she's that times ten. She she. I'm not even sure she has a voice I or a trachea. I think she has a car horn in her neck. <laughs> I, I mean, she she is aggressively angry and obnoxious a lot of the time. And uh, I, don't, I don't say this in retrospect. I said this from the jump. <laughs> but... This was a cool offer from Lou and I was willing to deal with it to do this, you know, and, and she was pleasant when I went in there. She was very nice to me when I did go in for that or the, the first, the, when I sat in for a class for an hour, not the orientation. Cause she didn't show up to that. Yeah. Um, and, and so I said, I go, listen, um, Lou, I need this. I said, I will pay you double whatever the cost is of the school the orientation fee, and I will pay you up front. Uh, because again, this is something that I need. Now I will tell you this. It was not something that I want. I can't lie to you guys. I don't, I don't want to be a bartender. I don't want to be a floor sweeper. I don't want to be an Uber driver. I want to do this. I want to do comedy. I want to do the thing I'm supposed to do, but you have to fill in the gaps. And it seemed like a convenient way to fill in the gaps and an easy way to do it too. I could finally be in a bar without somebody punching me in the fucking face. <laughs> so I was, I was, that's, I was willing to do it. You know, I was like, and, and I said, I'll pay you double up front, whatever it costs. And, uh, you know, I, and I said, I will eat whatever shit I got to eat. I will come in there and I will talk to her, whatever, whatever she wants to say to me, I will sit there and I will with a spoon. It's fine. And he wrote me back and he goes, it's not about the money, LOL. It's about people who are, have a determination and are, who really want to do this. We want motivated people. And uh, <laughs> now I'm getting mad because I was there and there was more tattoos in that room during half a class than there are in Folsom Prison Gen Pop. So I don't know what you're telling me. Great. Someone's motivated to to pop a cap off a fucking beer. Is that what you're telling me? I just, there's, it is, it was, I, I and look, I'm no better than anybody. In fact, I'm probably worse than them because I didn't wake up to go to class. I get it. You're going to say that. Well, Mike, you did this. Mike, you're a fuck up. I know these things. Okay. I've dealt with them. I deal with them every fucking day, echoing throughout my fucking skull. Um, and, and to me, you're, you're only, you're teaching me the ins and outs. You're, you're not, what are you, you're it, again, unless you're building a bartending Olympic team, I'm not sure what you're looking for motivation <laughs> for. I don't know who, why you need the best of the best who, when they pour a drink, the $6 million man noises go, K -k 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 -k. I, I don't, I don't know what you need. Do you, I, it's, it's ridiculous to me. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm willing to, to play along to a certain point, but at that point I'm, in my brain, I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then it makes me go, uh, you know, cause I knew exactly what it was. Okay. Cause he said, I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her. I'll, I'll square it away. I'll try to talk to her and see what's up. And, uh, I knew two things. One, it was her. 
She was mad I didn't get there at noon and quote unquote wasted her time, I'm sure. And so this, let's fucking write this guy off. And two, I also knew in that moment he was never going to speak to her because he is terrified of her and he doesn't want to talk to her. <laughs> Literally, like in person. They And also, look, there are thin walls in my house, okay? I have heard them argue about the electricity being turned off because they didn't pay their bill on time so many times. You can't even imagine how many times I've heard it. That, that they've been, well, you got to you got to move that $8. You got to move that $8 to that account or else it's going to bounce. Like I've heard that, I've heard that through the walls so many times. And I'm like, I offered you double the fucking money to come in here and learn how to, how to make a fucking Rob Roy. And, and you know, you need motivation now at this point, there's a starting line and a gun and a medal to be won. I'm going to be the Usain Bolt of fucking IPAs. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. And he's like, I'm going to talk to her. And, uh, he came home that night. He never looked at me. He he saw me. I was doing dishes. He was by the because he's literally right next door to me. Yeah. And uh, four days went by. He never said a word to me. I didn't text him again because I knew because because look, I'll tell you this: don't give me time to think. <laughs> because when I'm offering you double the money and I'm telling you, look, I I know I made a mistake. I'll eat shit and all this stuff. Um, you give me a day to ponder that and think about it. And in my brain, I just go, you know what, man, I didn't even want to fucking do this in the first place. <laughs> and this is why it fucking made me so mad. I fucking begged. I literally wrote him a text and I said, I am crushed and I will do, I will eat shit and I will pay you double. Like, I mean, I offered that and still got to know still. So I was, I was hurt that I'm on my knees begging for a fucking job. I'm gluck glucking to get a fucking bartending <laughs> job that I don't even fucking want. Not even a job. Cause that was the thing is like the only other product I could think was they staff people. Like once they finished training them, that was his whole appeal. He's like, he's like, we'll send you to SoFi. You'll make $600 in an afternoon. And I'm like, great, whatever. You don't want to staff me cause you don't think I'm reliable or motivated. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. Teach me how to make a gin and tonic. That's what I got to do. And never fucking staff me. I don't give a fuck. I'm just here for two weeks to learn the shit. And look, there's, and there's other fucking bartending schools in town. If I want to do it, I can do all those, but this was, this was a mile from my house and it was convenient and easy. And it was, and it was honestly, we know me. That's really the only way I'm ever going to do something like this. It's convenient and it's fucking easy and it's, it's been spelled out and it's there for me. And so it was funny because then I, I talked to Lily, you know, I picked her up when she was in the car or no, I called you. I believe I called you. And I was like, Hey, and I explained all this. And, and I got, um, well, man, you overslept, you know, you got to look at it from their point of view. And I'm like, what the fuck is their point of view? What could their <laughs> point of view possibly be? Again, like I said, unless you're building the bartending Avengers, there's no fucking reason to tell me you won't teach me how to make drinks for double the fucking money because I was, I was late one fucking day. I don't. And, and look, I, and you, you believe differently and that's totally fine. I'm sure people listening are like, Hey, fuck up. You didn't wake up on time. And this is the consequences. I get it. I understand all that. But at the same fucking time, what the fuck, man? It's not nuclear secrets. It's, it's a beef eater. It's Jameson. It's Jameson and beef eater. That's all it fucking is, man. What's more? I think there's a lot more to all of this. And we didn't really get to talk about this because you were very upset that I, just wasn't immediately on your side. Well, and, uh, let me. And I am we, on your side. Before we crack it open, let me tell you this: I picked up Lenny. I picked up my brother from an airport. Yeah. And I go, dude, you're not going to fucking believe this. And I told him the whole fucking story. And there's a beat, and he just goes, "Well, you got to look at it from their point of view." I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't. I absolutely." <laughs> if there's anybody in the fucking world who never has to look at anything from anybody else's point of view, it's fucking me. Believe me. 
No, sir. <laughs> I get it. I've looked at it from all fucking sides. I've, I've twisted this Rubik's Cube in my fucking head over and fucking over. I know it. I, I get it. Like I said, yes, I, they, they're more than happy to say, yeah, no, sorry, man. You can't, you can't help you. But it's money fucking talk. Whatever, fuck. Go ahead. They gave you a gift. I don't know why you overslept and hadn't overslept forever. Wait, they, they gave me a gift by offering to train me and shit like that? And no, I looked they gave at you a gift the... by saying no. What does that mean? Mike, you don't want to make drinks. Schmidt, you don't want to be a bartender. Schmitty, the last thing you want to do is serve people drinks in a bar. You want to be a comic. And yeah, honestly, but... when it all comes down to it, when no happens sometimes, you have to go, maybe this just wasn't where I was supposed to be anyway. And two weeks later, you would have known how to make a Rob Roy and you would have been making jokes about it and telling stories about it. But do you think you really wanted to be a bartender in any way, shape or form? I told you, I don't want to do fucking anything. Right. What is this? Take it as a gift. Sometimes no is the best gift people can give you. I have people that sometimes come and study for me for burlesque and I will stop them and I will go, this is not what you should be doing. It's not really what you want to do. What you want to do is this. Do that. And, and a lot of times when no happens or something happens, it's the wake up call to go, what am I supposed to be doing? Because, like, what you're doing right now is getting you through. It got you through, and we'll talk about that if you want to. But but this really wasn't going to be the thing that changes your life. And if you'd have pinned that in the, in, the, in the wall with a little note of hope, it still wouldn't have been what you wanted or what you would have been good at or what you would have done or stuck with. It was what you thought was, this was offered. I should probably do this. It was money. It was money. I, and, and you know, you need money. I got a car now. I got I to gotta pay for this. I got to do all these different things. But, but had you been in school, would you be doing what you're doing right now, which we're not going to talk about yet? But no, you would have been available. No, I, w I wouldn't have. That's true. I, but but also, I look, because I look, all right. <laughs> the, word, the only thing worse than being a bartender is being bartending school dropout that's the uh, it's like literally but you're the not only even thing. a bartending school dropout you were like hey i'm gonna do this because it's what i need to do because it's the only option i have in front of me and you were kind of like tunnel vision on that as the only thing that was going to work and honestly i was like i'll support you but you're you don't want to be a bartender why go to bar it would be like i could get a job cutting hair and i have a friend who runs it and they're gonna let me come in so i'm gonna learn to cut hair you don't want to cut hair either you want to be a comic yeah but you got you got to fill in the gaps. You got to do it. Well, yes, and and you're you have a car now. You'll be back doing doing Uber soon. You'll be back doing right. the well, things I'm, that I'm doing. That I'm doing. You're not yeah. totally hating because I can tell you, you're gonna hate bartending. Oh my Bar god, it's a horrible job. Bartending school dropout. <laughs> <laughs> no graduation day for you. Bartending school dropouts. You flucked domestics and imported too. <laughs> <laughs> Your story sad to tell. A <laughs> podcaster ne'er do well. Most mixed up mixologists on the block. <laughs> Fuck. I can't believe I got kicked out of bartending school. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Yes. 
that and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's the it's doing it is one thing, all right? And having to go, you know, I'll do it or whatever the fuck. And you do because you as our good friend Richard Marx has taught us. When you're trying to make a living, there's no such thing as pride. We we know this. I repeated that to myself as a mantra when I applied at McDonald's when I was 21 years old in Tahoe. I mean, it's just, it's what you do to get yourself through. It's what you have to do. But then, but, but then as I've talked about, like, uh, when I couldn't even give blood, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even rock bottom right. I can't even. <laughs> so then when no, I was going to do. your bottom. Well, but blood wasn't, but then, so, so I should tell you this too, like, um, like four days after this happened, I was walking, I was walking in the house and he was outside by his door. So it was, it was not, it was not avoiding it at that point. And he was just like, Hey Mike. And I looked up and I just, I didn't say, you know, I normally would talk to him, but I, I just smiled and nodded and I didn't say hey or hi or anything. And, uh, I haven't, I haven't said a word to him since. Um, you know, there's a guy I lived next door to for 15 years or whatever. And, uh, we would always, like I said, he would, he would cook and he'd be like, Hey, you want a pork chop? Or I'd bring home food. I go, look, I got too much food. You want some scampi or something? It was just, it was, it was a neighbor. You know what I mean? It was like a, and, and, and look, I made fun of him clearly, uh, because it's, it's, he's kind of ridiculous, but also when he, when he reached out, when I needed, he gave me a ride to drop off a car. He, he told me, if you need anything, you let me know. And I'm <laughs> in my brain. I was like, I might've made a, like a friend. I know that sounds strange because he's someone I've known for so long, but I didn't consider him anybody I could contact or count on. And in the moment when I needed something, he helped. And I, in my brain, I was like, Oh, and did I spit in his face? And I, I didn't mean no. to, I didn't want to, you know what I mean? No, you didn't. Um, but also we'll never be, I mean, it's never going to be friendly or friends again. I mean, I don't talk to him. I don't say anything to him. You know, I haven't, he's, he comes home. I've, it's, it's the same. And I, and look, I will tell you this, <laughs> this is the truth. You know, when I didn't do the show for four weeks and then we came back last week, part of the reason was I didn't want to tell this story because I am so tired of telling you guys stories where I'm the, I lose, I lose. And I know you're all very cool and you're all like, well, no, that's the whole point. It's the saga. It's the up and down. It's the, you know, Schmitty life. And yeah, but it just seems like I have been relentlessly steamrolling you with, can you fucking believe this happened now to the point where like. <laughs> The Schleprock thing is really starting to stick. I mean, it's just it's just an odd. And I mean, look, I, I, I can laugh it off and we smile and we have fun and we're joking. Um, but I, I was scared to talk to you guys because Lily confirmed that I made a mistake and Lenny was like, you got to look at it from their, their point of view. And I'm like, what the fuck is their point of view? They don't want money. I mean, what the fuck is their point of view? And so I, I know... I'm sure one of you at least is going to be like, well, you fucked up, dude. You know, you did, you know, what the fuck? And, and I don't want that in my life, man. I'm tired of being, being fucking putting it out there. And, and cause again, that's what you do is you, I just, I have this whole time. I have told you everything better or worse, bad shit that happened, good shit that happened, whatever. But it just seems like the past six months and look, by the way, I'm, I'm compared to people out there. I'm living a charmed life. I'm, I'm not right now. I'm I'm not in a fucking Schlitz can at the bottom of the ocean hoping somebody's gonna fucking drag me out of it. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those yeah. fuckheads. Um, so I recognize that, like, 
I, I live in a, I live in an apartment by myself. I've lived in for eight years, you know, whatever this, I'm not going to monitor you guys and tell you all these, these are all the good things that I've done. But at the same time, in the last six months, there hasn't been a lot of triumph to tell you about. So I found myself again, shying away from coming on because I didn't want to be, I, you know, because eventually you're the, you're the, the drug addict. Eventually you're the black sheep. Eventually you're the, yeah, we get it. You fucked up again. We're in great story. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't ever want it to be that way. I don't ever want to be put in a position where I'm, because look, because I find, I think, look, I find humor in all of it. I mean, I think it's all pretty ridiculous. And, and even those ass fucks at the bottom of the ocean right now are going to wind up fucking getting, I, I can't even imagine what's going through. I will tell you this. If they, if they fucking drag that submarine out of the ocean and the captain and CEO of that company is still alive. I I got nothing but problems with the other four guys in the sub because <laughs> if you're down there and that's the dude who is like, no, this is great. It's fine. We put, you ever see that uh, uh, Bobby Mays or whatever, when he slaps the fucking sticker on the, on the, <laughs> the tub of water, when it's all coming out, click quick seal. Yeah. He's like, we got Bobby Mays stuff in here. We're totally fine. Even his son is probably like, dad, I'm, we got to kill you. I mean, we do. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to fucking, we got, first of all, we're going to eat somebody and it's absolutely going to be you because this is your fucking fault. You know, this isn't going over the falls in a barrel. At least when they went over the falls in a barrel, it was one dude and one barrel. Now you got yeah. half a barrel with five dudes. And then, and I love that they keep showing me the inside of the place where it's like, hey, one guy gets to stretch his legs. I'm like, why would you ever get in this thing ever? I went to fucking Disneyland. They had a submarine ride that's in three feet of water. I didn't want to get in that fucking thing. <laughs> just in case. Who the fuck knows? What, whatever pressure is going to happen. I don't. And it's just, it's, it's these rich people who are like, you know what? It's these unconquered territories we've got to go visit. And it's like, well, I, I bet there's a room in your house you've never been in. <laughs> you're a billionaire i bet there's a room in your house you've never been in conquer that you dumb fuck instead of going down to try to find a fucking you know the, the old lady's rose of the orient or whatever the fuck she threw off the boat jesus so i didn't i you know that's the deal like i to me i will tell these stories and i will tell them in a in what i consider to be a funny way because again you gotta laugh at all of this dumb shit because that's all it is it's just fucking dumb but I also didn't want to give you guys a thing to, you know, I never want to give you guys a fucking chance to give up. You know what I mean? It's like, cause I'm look, I haven't given up. I'm, I'm still here kind of talking into this and we're doing whatever. And I'm, I'm, but now I have a deli joker. I got to worry about I mean, <laughs> Christ. What the fuck, man? Oh, bartending school dropout. Oh, so truthfully that's one of the reasons why i didn't i didn't come and talk to you guys for a month because i was like fuck man because this happened this happened a month ago easily you know um and i didn't tell you you know and it was funny and it's funny because there's like my friend ellen and my friend jamie you know they they i don't do the show right so they but they still text me they'll be like i hope you're okay hope bartending school is going good hope everything's all right uh you know and i'm just like oh it's funny you would mention that um <laughs> And I always say like, you'll hear about it on the show, but it's like, cause I don't even want to, cause I don't even want to text my friends because these are, yeah. these are people who are nice to me. You know, they're listeners who became friends, um, you know, and, and, uh, I, I just, I just feel like a jag off, you know what I mean? So I didn't want to be that dude, but you're, you're, there you go. I'm telling you now. And, uh, there, so that's that, <laughs> <laughs> but please know that's again, 
and I, I, I only explain this to you now, so you're like, why the f- I don't want you, oh, it's another thing I don't know what you to think. I don't want you to think I'm spending that month on the beach, you know what I mean, with a fucking <laughs> umbrella drink and going, hey, I can't believe those fuckheads are still waiting for me to do a show. No, it's uh, it's because I'm embarrassed that once again, uh, I, I fucking caught my dick in a bear trap and I got to fucking come and tell you guys about it. And so you're very, if you're still here, you're <laughs> really nice. Thank you. Uh, as I mealy mouth my way through a fucking apology here at the end, but yeah, so, so, uh, I'm, I'm not going to grow a handlebar mustache. <laughs> I am not going to constantly have a rag on my shoulder and buff the top of the bar. All of those things are done. I am never going to make a drunk, a rat tail. It's not going to happen. If, I wind up getting another job in a bar. It's either going to be as a professional dart thrower, as we all heard last week, <laughs> or only once again as a human target for those I was not good enough to serve drinks. <laughs> you guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy you can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy hey i'm also at instagram snapchat and tiktok at mike four zero yob that's mike four zero yob find me there's nothing on there but still find me (laughs) i'm i'm going for i want a record i want to have as many followers as possible with never posting anything wouldn't that be grand that'd be the best Uh, so find me at all of those places and, and send me a note. And again, please, uh, and, and people are going to be very kind or they might not be my people. might just go, Hey, fuck up. Way to go. (laughs) Hey, barkeep. I'm having red eye. And Oh, I'm sorry. You're not the barkeep. You're just a fucking nobody who couldn't even get this gig. Um, so there you go. Hey, did you know, I will tell you this. I have not been fired from the misfit toys co-op yet. I don't know. Could be. Uh, I'm in there with a bunch of different people. It's uh, of course it's uh, Jen Kirkman with no fun with Jen Kirkman, Todd Glass with the Todd Glass Show, uh, Doug loves movies. That's our friend Doug Benson. All of the Never Not Funny crew, with our great friend Jimmy Pardo and Garen, and uh, and of course uh, the uh, the producer. I forget what they call him. The 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 entrepreneur. The I don't know what they call Matt, but Matt Belknap is there. Uh, the lovely Elliot Hochberg. Oh, that's the four man. The the gang as they call them over there on Never Not Funny. Who do they have this week? They just had somebody. I don't know. Well, Jay, uh, you know what? They got Jason Benetti from the White Sox. <clears throat> he, he's the White Sox play-by-play guy. Uh, and he became, Jimmy became friends with him. And he's, he's no, you shake your head, but he's, he's like young and funny. I don't, I don't know who he is. That's yeah. No, he's, he's like, he's fucking great. He's quite frankly, he's one of the top five announcers in, in baseball right now. And probably top five announcers. Cause he also does basketball too, for like ESPN and for uh, the Bulls. But but also, I met him. I was lucky enough to meet him, Jimmy. We went to a game. We went up in the booth. And just the kindest, nicest fucking dude. And also, quick as fuck. Like, funny and the same sensibility and gets it. Like, he's sharp and funny. He's real good. So go listen to the latest episode of Never Not Funny. Uh, that's our great friend Jason Benetti on there with our great friend Jimmy Pardo. And also our great friends Matt Belknap, Elliot, and Garen. They're available. And then there's me. Hi, I'm in the Misfit Toys Co-op. Do you like me? Circle one. Yes or no? Uh, you guys, uh, you got a high. Oh, we have uh, sponsors for this show. Well, not sponsors, really friends. Technically, our great friend David Hernandez. He's on the Flemcat podcast. David just had cataract surgery, which uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I, I'm growing a gray beard, but at least I got my eyes. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I was like, good for you. He put up a. I had no idea. 
I didn't no idea it was coming. You know what I mean? It's like, and what's he going to do? Hey, you, he's not going to call me and go, I have cataract surgery. Um, I just saw a picture of him with a bandage and fucking heavy sunglasses on Facebook. And I, so I texted him like, dude, the fuck's going on out there? Um, but he's still doing the podcast. He's got the Flemcat podcast available now. Go to facebook.com slash David Mix Hernandez and become his friend, if you would. He's uh, he's waiting for your call. Man, is there a call on Facebook? I don't know if there is. Um, there won't be after I get done with those assholes. As soon as that fight's over, I get winner. Uh, David's got the uh, the Flemcat podcast. That's four words, the Flemcat podcast, available where all your finer podcasts are sold. Check it out. He's doing great work. And I think you can still hire him to do artwork. you got to check with him, though. Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. And, uh, and, of course, our great friends at the Paranoid Strain, Fearful Jesuit, they're on vacation right now. Uh, but they've got a, a litany of episodes, if you haven't listened to, including a musical thing that was fucking nine hours long or whatever the fuck. Holy Jesus, was it amazing. Did you hear that noise? I hope you didn't. Uh, I just got a weird pop-up thing. Nope, not at all. <laughs> all right, because my in my ear, it, it was like I got a note on my computer screen and it went boop, boop, like a little little guy. All right. Well, I'm glad I stopped the show for that then. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, all right, so there you go. <laughs> Paranoid Strain and the uh, and the Flimcat podcast are both out there for you to check out. Go ahead and check them out now. Who wants to hire me for Cameo? Is it you? Is it you? Uh, I'm happy to talk about good things, bad things, good times, bad times. I'll talk about Led Zeppelin. That's what I'll do. I'll talk about all, all the Led Zeppelin songs. Go look, because good times, bad times, you know I had my share. Uh, you still don't seem to care. Uh, I'll talk about Zeppelin. I'll talk about anything you want. Let's talk. Let's do that. All right, because I'll tell you this. How about this? I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Not spoiling. Soundtrack's amazing, right? And I had this weird moment where I was like, a song played at high decibels in the theater. That's the best part about seeing a movie with good music is it plays it super loud. And uh, I heard the very familiar guitar intro of a song. I don't want to give it away. And then it's like it's like an acoustic like guitar riff. And then it, blam, it, it kicks into a song. And it's uh, somebody's flying through space while it played. And I, it, I had this thing where I was like, and it was such an old man moment, but I was like, we're never going to get this again. Like, I, and I know there's good music. I listen to new music and stuff on Spotify, but when you hear like a song, you know, like Zeppelin or something, we grew up in the seventies or Van Halen, any of that stuff for heart, whatever. And you just go, man, I, you know, Ann Wilson was perfect. And, and the music was fucking amazing, you know? And like, and, and then you wonder, you're like, oh, this poor generation, you know, they've got wet ass pussy, but it's okay. Wet ass pussy is a good song, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, and by the way, that was my go-to that's, that, that's, that's even five years old. And that was my go-to. Um, but like, I, it's funny, like I, I hear these songs from my youth and I love them. And I'm like, you get that thing where you're like, oh, I don't know if these kids are going to like dig them. Uh, but at the same time. Uh, then I, I go on TikTok and there's like, uh, give me one margarita and I'll spread my legs. Give me one margarita and I'll put it in my pussy. Or give me another margarita. I'll put it in my tush or whatever. I'm like, all right, that's a jam. I like that song. Good for her. Uh, it needs an acoustic guitar in it otherwise. All right. I know. I know we got to, we got to fly. So hire me for to, cameo. I can't wait to see that being featured in a film in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I, that'll be the background music in all my cameos. No matter what you hire me, hire me for a priest just so we can hear the margarita song. Uh, so book me at cameo. It's bookcameo.com or get the app on your phone. That's fantastic. We got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike four zero Y O B. If you want to join your great, if you've already joined your great, if you've left, I totally understand it. 
Uh, and then we got channels, man. I've got uh, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. It's mainly got the, uh, all the archives of the shows, right? But then it's also got some ancient stand up, all sorts of stuff that you can check out and not really all sorts. It's just the show, but go please become a follower and I'll be happy. Uh, and also twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, as you know, relaunches on July 3rd. If I remember correctly, it's the Monday. Uh, I'll be back on there playing some sort of patriotic game or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'll be figuring it out. Uh, but it'll be twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. Go now and follow me there. If you want to, uh, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy, follow me there. Snapchat, Instagram, fucking follow me everywhere. God damn it. Lily, do you want to plug anything? Just don't follow him to a bar. He's not going to pour you a drink. Oh, how dare you? I'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, Mike. <laughs> There's anything I like more than me It's people who like me I love me, but if you love me I love you, cause you know why We both love me, how great am I Let's talk about that for a while And by a while, I mean forever Podcast! Podcast! Podcast.